0: Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. And joining alongside me are my fellow heroes in a half shell it's anthony Kawabunga dude and
1: shabazz hey guys how's it going oh okay that was not okay. i was i was hoping for like a, a radical, radical or like a very, yeah right but i've got <laughs> a your, like. did
0: you throw up your turtle hands as well too yeah, for those watching hands on the radio banana. turtles <laughs> she just threw up like four fingers yeah i guess they have like four fingers yeah they have right? four fingers right and, four, or like, yeah. is it
2: like three
0: it's not like this. Are they always it's just doing like rock on?
2: <laughs> it's more like this.
1: And I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing nah, like nah, gang nah, signs nah, nah, all of the Listen, that. I
0: was about to say, for those who are listening to this on the audio side, if you want to see us throwing up some gang signs... Watch the video version of this review. It's the only way you could get the full, mm-hmm. you know, the full immersion of what is Gang Sign X experience. Podcast. Okay, that's or or that or that as well too. Uh, Shabaz, I am going to start with you
1: since you are the one who sounds so excited today. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm 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 half shelling right now, and I'm okay, I'm gonna okay. be full shelling soon. You know, you never know. I don't want to my 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 shell is half full. You know, as they say it nowadays. No. Okay,
0: I, I Nobody, wasn't sure. Like, does half, half shelling mean shell. like? Like, are are you? Does half shell mean you're just wearing a t shirt right now? You're not wearing any pants. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to stand. What up it
1: means. because then that's okay. for our Patreon subscribers. Well, you know, like okay, got you. That's only you want the pay. full episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: that's how you get it. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for that very soon. Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm just, I'm half shelling like a normal turtle would. Oh, okay. half shell, like they we're, just half shell or half full shell. Um, so okay. I don't know what kind of turtle yeah, you don't shays. shell
1: out, eh?
2: She's like that, that like. He's not even a turtle. He's like a tortoise. Bro, I'm out here shelling seashells. Okay. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all good. You're a tortoise, he's, bro. Sh- he's shelling
0: <laughs> seashells by the seashore. Uh, we're we're in a very interesting start right now. You know, the Ninja Turtles. I think we all have a very interesting background with the turtles. I think Anthony, among the three of us, would you say you are the biggest turtles fan? I would say that yes.
1: Yeah, like, he's he's a real 100%. splinter.
2: Like I I would a, go get a my, splinter, my turtle right? box and my turtle jean jacket mm-hmm. and put it on but um they're locked away somewhere in this house but yeah man. does the jean jacket still fit you um uh, no probably not I mean, I'm, I'm not probably gonna lie not. i don't <laughs> think it can i don't think it will but uh no it's i, don't I think even... you should do it
0: do it for the socials man you know just try and try and put it on bust out the uh no, the old I, fit and no, see what happens see no. if the shell
2: still fits Dude, you know i remember when i went i went to when i was it was grade one when i wore that jacket I thought I was the coolest dude. I had it was Michelangelo yeah. on the back. I had like a backwards cap on. and had jeans, jeans on, and sneakers, and I just looked super cool. And I thought, like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a turtle bro. Yeah, I'm a turtle bro. Uh, <laughs> I like
0: it's also it's <laughs> it's also nice because like you also had like peak turtle like mania right yeah. when you were when you were in elementary school. So you were getting those fr- the fresh run of whatever turtle merch was like of that time. You weren't getting like turtle shirts now that were retro of when they first came out, you were getting like the OG Ninja Turtles merch.
2: Yeah. Like I remember going to the theater and watching the Ninja Turtles. So I think it was seven or eight. And I just, man, it was a movie that because you, I grew up with the, the cartoon of the Ninja Turtles, not even the comic book. I didn't even know it was a comic book before, but I grew up with the cartoon. And when it became this live action experience I was like it was like my you know interstellar Oppenheimer at that time as a (laughs) seven year old you know like it's it was the ooze man it was the ooze that changed you yeah but then the second one came out and then the third one came out and at that point I'm like yeah the turtles are lost to me
0: yeah the 90s were a wild time you know the 90s were an absolutely wild time you know but there was also no shortage of Ninja Turtles you know movie adaptations or shows because I think since you know the mid 80s when this all really kicked off you know the comic books and the, to the shows we've always every couple years or there's always been something of the Ninja Turtles out there so it's really interesting to see you know I always think of them as like an 80s they you know, cartoon and the video games I play growing up but really there is like a 40 year history. Of these characters and each you know iteration speaks to a different generation of kids so it's it's a very unique franchise in that uh, in that sense where every single generation kind of has their version of you know who are these turtles uh i want to say thank you so much to our friends at paramount pictures for inviting us to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. That is a very long title, but we're so glad that we got to go watch it. Uh This review is going to be spoiler free, so make sure you listen to all of it. We're not going to spoil anything that happens in the plot because this is the movie podcast. We love movies. You're in the best spot for all things entertainment, so please stay here. You can follow us on all social media at The Movie Podcast. You can also join our Discord. We're having some really great conversations in there. Let us know about the movies you're watching, the shows you're watching. We have different rooms open so you could share your thoughts with us. Every week we have a question of the week and we just like having great conversations in there. So we've been having some really great Oppenheimer conversations and Secret Invasion and all of these different movies and shows that are happening right now. So please, if you like what you hear today, if you like what you see today, how could you not? We are beautiful to look at. Make sure you join us in there, because I think the good vibes always continue on. And of course, if you are watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. A like goes a long way. So please engage with all the stuff that you see, um, especially on our socials. That really helps us out. Now, let's get right into it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is releasing in theaters on August 2nd. Uh, Yes, there is a subtitle there that I forgot, because again, it's a very long name, Mutant Mayhem, and this is written by Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, Jeff Rowe, who is also the director. We also last spoke about Jeff Rowe because he was a co-director on Mitchell's versus the Machines. Which, if you rewind the clocks all the way back to December of 2021, we had Michael Rianda on the show, who was also co-director of that film, which we absolutely loved. Uh, but yeah, so it's great to see that they're diving into a new world and a fresh take on the Ninja Turtles. And this has an absolutely stacked cast, but I'm going to focus on the Turtles for right now. So as Leonardo, we have Nicholas Cantu, we have Mika Abbey as Notatello, we have Brady Noon as Raphael, and we have Shimon Brown Jr as Michael Angelo. Now, like I said, this is releasing in theaters on August 2nd by Paramount Pictures and Nickelodeon. Go check it out if you love the Turtles, but we're going to tell you what we thought about the movie. Shabazz, I would love for you to start us off with your first reaction
1: to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, Mutant Mayhem is it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a really radical film. The animation is really what was my my driving force to see this movie. Uh like Anthony I I loved uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles growing up I had my bed sheets recovered covered in them I had the toys, I used to watch the show all the time and then it started to fall off and of course I had the live action films, they even have them on Blu-ray behind me somewhere here uh, so I, I loved them but I obviously started to fall out of it as the new iterations came out uh, they were definitely for new generations and they maybe didn't stick with me as much and when the Michael Bay produced ones came out they it really lost me uh, so I was looking forward to this because it was nice to see Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg who you know we've known for years doing so many other movies, kind of tackling this. So it felt like, okay, they're going to come at it from a very nostalgic perspective and kind of blend that marriage of the old generation along with the new generation. And I think they did a really good job of, of keeping a lot of things faithful for the old generation. Uh, while I'd say a good chunk of it, like maybe 70% of the film is really catered to a new audience. And I think that's great. I think every generation should have some sort of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where it's such an obscure and bizarre concept because they're teenagers, they're mutants, and they're Ninja Turtles. Like all four words really are just absolutely insane when you put them together. So, yeah, having that idea out there and each generation still kind of getting their version of it, I think is it's beautiful. The movie itself like I mentioned, I I was really attracted to the art style. And I think in the last couple of years, thanks to Spider-Verse, and I'm sure there's other movies out there, we'll talk about Mitchell's vs. Mitchell's machines, and I'm sure there are others that really kind of push the envelope of what animation can do, where it's not always just a straightforward, either CG or the 2D animation. It feels like there's this really good marriage there and where an mm-hmm. artists are allowed to basically just express themselves. And this kind of feels like that where it, it's a whole new style of animation and it feels so... And, and I and I use this word politely janky where it just feels really just scribbly and like crayons. Uh, I know, Daniel, you and I were kind of talking about how it, it always has this like old school rugrats meets whatever old nickelodeon cartoons or back yeah like that that 90s like here are
0: some rough edges here's some lines that don't always look perfect and we've lost a lot of that you know roughness to animation And, and i even mentioned you know the first couple seasons of spongebob where it looks a lot rougher compared to the very clean lines the very fine black outlines that we get now uh i'd even throw in movies like the bad guys or even puss in boots where there are films that really yes, start yes. to get a newer, fresher art style that we're moving away from that 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 CG animation that I think Pixar really made popular Absolutely. for almost twenty years. Right?
1: Absolutely, I think what what I love about the art style is it embraces the imperfections of of the yes. medium, and it it looks really really good. My my criticism of that is that it. It uses the art style to look really good, but it doesn't really utilize it beyond that. Where I feel like a lot of the other films, they have some really wicked moments where it kind of almost breaks that fourth wall. It kind of gets a bit meta with what the animation is. I felt like in this movie, it never truly did that. Um, The performances are fantastic. All the people you listed that are playing these wonderful characters, they're all so good. Each one of them had me laughing. And I love that they got actual kids, actual teenagers To play them because you feel that it's not Chris Evans voicing one of these characters; it's somebody that is a child who's a teenager because that authenticity can only be brought when you have somebody that fits within that within that role, and it it blended so well. Like I I I was picking out these voices, and I'm like, man, I I feel the joy in their performances, and it's from everybody. Even when we talk about Paul Rudd, who's in this movie, so funny. Seth Rogen, everybody, even Jackie Chan, everybody's so damn good and fun in this movie i had a really really good time with that the the one of the biggest issues though i have with the film is that it places it really really safe in the sense of the story is extremely paint by numbers it is something you've seen a hundred times and you know exactly where it's going to go and it takes a bit too long to get to the main villain who's played by the wonderful ice cube superfly really really interesting villain but because they come in so late and you don't want really to get to spend that much time with them they don't really leave a lasting impression and that's kind he of he wants the to film. swear so bad. He does. He do really wants to, wants bust to it out. swear so bad in this movie. He really they definitely had to cut out a lot of his. his yeah. uh, they're like, hey, I, cursing like, just, for sure. You you can't call him an mf Like it's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. just don't ever see those are, that again. Those are kids, man. Those you are can't literal do it. teens. And you, why did yeah, you <laughs> animate a Glock in your hand? Like you can't <laughs> do that. Like it's not how, who. Who would you talk to? No, but like there's again, so there's there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie, and I think overall I was having a great time watching it. But because of its safe approach, it almost feels like, you know, we've had so many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies before. Maybe they all didn't hit it out of the park. So let's get one here that plays it really safe, that general audiences, that kids and everybody will have a good time with. And then I'm hoping in the sequel, they will really just pump it up and take some risks, make some challenges and embrace the lore they're given and embrace the animation they have
0: definitely and did you i'm just curious you mentioned chris evans did you mention chris evans because he was a voice in the 2007 yeah. digital that? that's why i did yeah. that that's wild that it's that like i was looking back my like, man was that when was that movie and i'm like oh my god it was 2007 seven right yeah that that movie came out so that was the last time we had an animated turtles movie i was in high school a, i was a yeah, teenager that was like a you were you were a teenage mutant ninja shabazz you know yeah um <laughs> not that there, there was a but it's it's just funny that like yeah that was that long ago that we had the animated one and then we have obviously we've had shows in that in that period we had a lot of comics um but then we had you know the michael bay produced live action ones which the turtles weren't actually turtles they were like aliens and they looked very you know a little creepy which those those movies had some moments where they're like yeah this is what ninja turtles is and that's what i really love what mutant mayhem does is that the four turtles the dynamic of those four work really well together because i just feel like four you know four brothers figuring out life having fun doing stupid stuff um but they're very much turtles of this teenage generation they're saying words and phrases like again i i think maybe i could be wrong but is mutant mayhem the first movie to say riz i think so yeah they definitely they they rizzed it up you know, like there, there was there were some Riz drops in this movie, and I'm like, now you sound like an old man, You
1: sound like an old man. I say, do, cool. but yeah, but, they had but, that. that know, riz. But I'm like,
0: but no, no, no. Like I'm saying, like dropping of like the word. Uh, riz. I don't like, know, they, but you just gotta say yeah.
1: cool. You're like, yo, they had Riz drops, you know, you had Riz, you know? Now you're saying it too much. Uh, no, but the like riz, they, they, they were,
0: they were just like it's Just, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm like, is this the first movie that said that? But yeah, it's just like it's just funny that we're at a time now where we're having a lot more of the culture of today like reflected in the film and I would I would even say like spider-verse was another one where we're seeing a lot more of a culture of you know the world that we're living in and, and the humor and the way jokes and things are delivered and words are delivered reflecting the way that we talk today so it's interesting to see that and I like that and I think what works the best in this movie are the four brothers uh, just together having fun doing their thing. Anthony, I would love for you to jump in.
2: Yeah, there's a, there's, I for me, there was like this generational gap, especially with this film, because a lot of the, the dialogue is just, it's not something I, I know the terminology, but it's just something that I wouldn't expect the turtles to say, but I get why they would write it into a, a modern day take on the turtles. So it, it makes sense. Just, I just don't expect the turtles because in my vision, the turtles are the nineties, the late eighties version. So, there's there's little things that as a I guess like a turtle head like there are things I liked about it and then (laughs) there's things I I I don't like about it but uh, you know overall I think the animation really sets apart from all the other turtle stuff that we've experienced um, as well as the live action because it just you know it's hard to recreate the turtles in a live action form I think the best way you can tackle the Ninja Turtles is in an animation form but the animation that was given to us with uh, Mutant Mayhem is it's that rawness that we we've seen it in Into the Spider-Verse but it's just it feels more claymation in this sense it has like a claymation vibe to it it has like more contrasty darker vibe it is predominantly taking place this whole movie in at night because you know the turtles don't kind of roll, roam around during the day so you see that animation style that comes out of it it's very gritty New York it reminded me of the 90s New York before New York became you know a safer city to live in it this New York that they're showcasing it just feels like a Gotham-y gritty there's a lot of bad things happening but um, mm-hmm. I think what stands out for the Ninja Turtles um, Mutant Mayhem is the animation it has that Kevin Eastman Peter Laird um, vibe that those are the guys who created the turtles as this uh, underground comic book that has those sketchy rough drawn in pictures and there is a sequence in the beginning of the movie where they, they kind of they sh- if you ever look at the Ninja Turtles issue one they there's a sequence where they're all kind of like lined up and they're in their superhero pose with with their their masks on but it's no eyes it's just white they took that and i I love that part of the the ninja turtles things that i just couldn't connect with was a lot of it is a story because it is super basic like i i know what what do you expect it's a kids movie at the end of the day but i don't know i just feel like kids are smarter now and they even the audience because if you look at the screenwriters on this movie, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, these are these are not teenagers. So they know that they've done the boys, they've done
0: Invincible. They've they're in this world exactly. Already,
2: right? So they know that okay, we're gonna cater to the teenagers, but there is also a group of people like me from a different generation that still loves the turtles. So I wish they incorporated that and made it a little bit more sophisticated for the huge audience because the Ninja Turtles is not something new. It's, it's been around for so long. So yeah, I thought that almost this, 40 years, right? 40 years. So the story, I wish it was a little bit more risky, risky. Yeah. Like I, you've said it on the, uh, you, you've said it before. Shay. It it didn't take enough risks for it, but again, it is a kid's movie, but I just wish that Ninja Turtles got their light. And I feel like they are going to get it with this movie. But the story is going to hold it back. Just like the story was kind of held back with Super Mario, where he had really yeah. great animation, but the story just felt so basic. Mm-mm. This is the same vibe. Even though there are really good performances, especially by Ice Cube. His, he, he just he is playing Ice Cube at the end of the day. It's just Ice Cube as a fly. But it's just, it <laughs> felt right. <laughs> with it's a super, super fly, okay? He's, well, it's He's super a fun, super fly he yeah. felt right with the ninja turtle mutant vibe it just worked yeah. well. yeah yeah but Definitely. his his overall arc just felt redundant because we've seen it before but like animation wise
1: fantastic i think yeah. you know, it's funny that you mentioned that like you know it's it's a kids movie and and i think that's it's such an interesting term that we throw out there sometimes because We've seen movies now really challenge kids, and I, I look back to to Puss in Boots, The Last Wish that came out. That was a it was a fantastic film. It was also pretty scary, but a lot of kids went to go see it, and a lot of kids loved it. And that story really pushed the boundaries of what I think is you know safe for kids. And again, we talk about Spider Verse and so on and so forth. That this movie felt like it was just an episode of the show, just. Really stretched out, and it was an episode from the 90s. It was like that's their reference point of we're gonna make it super safe and relatable. So here's something that you probably remember. This is episode three of season two. Like it it was just super easy, very straightforward. And it's like, why do kids movies have to be so dumbed down? You know, we we should be able to challenge kids, and we have movies that do that. Like we again, like the ones that I mentioned. So why not make the story a little bit more? You know, interesting because i feel K- like K- kid- well i
0: don't I, I don't think i don't think dumbed down is the right w- phrase for it i don't think that this movie felt dumbed down i just think it's more age down right it's more like and like anthony mentioned super marios where it's like uh, super mario is skewing a younger audience where like uh, and just because the movie's animated it doesn't mean that it has to be like a kids movie and we we always mm-hmm. say like yeah it's a movie for kids but like it's it's it skews younger where i feel like the ninja turtles are at a point in people's you know the pop culture that you can't tell a more complicated story with it. And there's glimpses of that in mutant mayhem. But I think the, the movie sometimes goes into cruise control with just, you know, following a plot where it's like, yeah, like this is very familiar. We've seen this before. You could, you have an incredible animation style that, you know, it's the first time we're seeing something like this, you know, you know, in this way, because this, like we mentioned, Spider Verse, it looks very different from Spider Verse, but it's unique. It's it's similar in the sense where it's just like, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's you know a perfectly animated movie. It has a very distinct style to it, right? Um, and I just wish that the unique style of the animation also, you know, was something that the story got treated with as much attention to detail as well. But you see sorry, Anthony, there's... I cut you off there. No, go ahead, sorry, Oh, yeah. Shay, you no, want to no, go, go, go first? Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I was just gonna say I was gonna reference the first Ninja Turtles and like just the idea of Raphael dealing with his anger and that leads to him being you know going out being the lone turtle. You know, he covers himself up with the trench coat and hat and he <laughs> kind of explores the city, but then he gets like beaten up and there's there's real serious moments to it. And I don't expect an animated version to be that serious, but there is a place for it in the Ninja Turtle world. Like it, it does work because it made such an impact even for me growing up as a kid, because I watched it as a semi year old and I'm like, oh, no, Raph like, like Raf can't I know he has he's a hothead, but don't beat him up. <laughs> and I just feel like <laughs> you don't get that. You get just like kids having fun as turtles and they're just trying to, you know, get out on the city and hopefully the world likes them. It kind of they they kind of played on this X-Men vibe too. But I just mm-hmm. I wish it, there was a little bit of a, a a real seriousness to to this to this group
1: i think like, I think yeah, I think w- like what I was trying to say before was that there are kids' movies that are very obvious they're for kids, and then there's kids' movies that make you feel like a kid. This one was the first where it was it felt like a kid's movie for kids, and i yes. I wish I felt that nostalgia and that childhood you know sense of wonder, and there again. Moments that I really, really loved, and there's just so much about this film that I thought was great. But because it plays it so safe, it it you kind of forget about it as you leave the theater. The animation sticks in your mind, but the film overall just kind of becomes an afterthought in a way.
0: Yeah, and I, and I want to say, Micros Animation is the animation house that was uh, the studio that worked on the style, and I'm really hoping that we look at whatever comes next for the this ninja turtles series because I think it's gonna do well. I think it's going to, you know, it's it's a good movie. I just think that the story, when you when you have a story that really doesn't stay with you as long as you hope it would, um you're I'm just curious what the like what the legs of this movie like this will be. Uh but we you know, but we said it already that, you know, Mutant Mayhem feels like a ninja turtles for a new generation. And this movie has so much style to it, which we really loved and which we've really spoken like the majority of this epi- episode about is how cool this movie looks um, and we've spoken about the performances which when you look at the cast of that's in this movie first of all we we know that Seth Rogen when this was announced a couple years ago we're like oh Seth Rogen's you know going to be taking on the turtles which I'm like cool like let's let's we loved what he did with the boys and Invincible and what those teams have brought to it but now you have Jackie Chan as like Splinter and you have um, uh, Post Malone as Ray Filet who we were just he like crying at dying. every any time he was uh
2: singing. Anthony, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I just want to mention uh because I taught I was telling Shay that there's a sequence with Splinter, and it's like they captured old Jackie Chan fight sequences. The way yeah. they incorporate Splinter, they, they incorporate the environment with Splinter. It's like literally Jackie Chan in an animated format, which I thought was a really cool callback to his yeah martial arts style that you know if you very rumble, much so rumble was it rumble no new york Bron- fight in bronx no, rumble, rumble, rumble in the bronx rumble in the bronx yeah. yes and you know yeah. the drunken Drunk master and master and that so yeah
0: yeah there's 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 a great like cast here uh but like we said and another thing that i wanted to talk about where we said that this kind of skews younger is the amount of needle drops in it and i totally get like listen they want us to feel like and references this and references like we want to feel like this is a movie in the nineties or it's in, like the turtles are coming out of the nineties. Cause like, it's a lot of like nineties hip hop and I love it. And it's like a lot of just East coast, like just banger tracks that like you've heard a million times on the radio and also a million times in movies. And this movie is going to remind you of them constantly. And there's also a lot of references to shows and movies and actors to today, which can also, or may pull you out. Cause it feels like one of those things that um a lot of animated films do when they're you know trying to aim it at kids it's like hey like look at this thing that you know and you you know who chris evans is you know who chris pratt is you know who like these people are we're going to like you know kind of like like wave them in your face or like do something like that where it's like oh like it's shiny movie clip or this you know like we're we're going to avert your attention there and some of them really work some of them are really funny but also some of them just feel like okay we're you know oh we're still doing this joke or we're still yeah. doing this callback so it's like it relies a little bit too much on again it's a it's ninja turtle so there's always gonna be nostalgia but there's it's weird when you're also having nostalgia and references to things that have come out in the last decade and that's really something where i feel it's the younger generation of kids watching this the six the seven the eight you know the 10 year olds watching this that are that have grown up in a world with the MCU or whatever other universes that are popular and been like, yeah, like this movie, you know, references the things that I love. And if if you're a kid, you, you're most likely really going to love this movie. Uh, but it very it very much is a very
1: simple story. The, the kids in our screening were dying. They were not literally, yeah. they were having so much fun. Thank they were God. Literally yeah. laughing and you were like, oh my God. This, and and I, again, I don't know really what has been their introduction to to the turtles because I feel like this is probably their first time really seeing yeah. them because these kids were really young some of them were like probably 6 yeah. or even younger they're probably than that. they're Maybe probably they the Nickelodeon they're watching the show they're like ah, ha that's there funny there was just colors ah, on screen yeah yeah, yeah it was just well, that's that's colors on doing. screen and i was really confused i like
2: i kept looking at the kid and like yo man you're not you're not you don't even know you, you want to see and my then, my at him. yeah you were like hey listen
0: kid
1: you're not allowed in here anymore.
0: Also, neither is smoking. Why do I have this? Get <laughs> yeah, rid of it. <laughs> yeah,
1: but one thing that I one thing that I want to really touch on that um, really surprised me, by the way. And again, when we when we heard that they were going to be in this film, we were like, oh. Uh, but Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross have a phenomenal score in this movie. Like, yeah, it's so good. It's such a good score that I was like, oh, like this is damn. I'm, I'm really feeling this. Like, it's really. Like creepy and adult like here and it's not at all like cheery and fun as what you'd expect it to be so uh, that really helped with that grunge kind of grounded element of the movie definitely shall we get
0: to our final recommendations we we I think we should Shabazz I would love for you to start us off give us your final recommendation for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem go
1: ninjas go ninjas Uh, you know what man here's the thing if you grew up with the Turtles, um, you're probably super excited to see this film. And if you grew up with the Turtles, there's a big chance also you probably have kids. It's it's definitely a possibility. And your kids are probably at the age of wanting to watch this movie. So go take them. Go have a great time with them. Uh, if if you don't and you're, you're interested, I, I think maybe it's best to maybe add it to your queue for for most people out there. Uh, but again, if you have kids and you really want to take them out and they don't want to see Oppenheimer for some reason, that's probably just bad parenting on your part. Uh, go ahead and take them to see Teenage Mutant God. Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem because they are going to have a great time. They're going to fall in love with the turtles. And if you love the turtles growing up, that's now a bond that you will have with them forever. So I'm just saying that's good parenting. I, I like that. I like that. And also,
0: if you have a child, you know, under the age of like, Twelve or fourteen, don't take them to Oppenheimer. Don't do that. Don't don't be that. It's a good history lesson, man. I
1: was learning I, about World War One and Two as a kid. Yeah, like what's wrong with? I that? I know,
0: but I just don't. I just don't want them to be crying in the theater. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> I was that's crying. Just me it's personally,
1: <laughs> it's true. That's true.
0: Uh, you know, for myself, you know, Mute Mayhem just oozes with so much style and. It really is a Ninja Turtles film for a new generation. So, if you are someone like Shabazz said who grew up with the Turtles, you're going to recognize who these characters are. You're going to get all the characteristics that made you fall in love with these characters in the first place. But they're in, you know, and they're in the modern day. So, they're going to talk like the kids of today. They're going to like act like the kids of today. So, take that with as much, you know, mileage as you like. I had a really good time with it. There's some really incredible animation on display here, some really hideous. Creatures as well too but it rules it's a lot of fun To see that and I like that animation Studios and obviously these big studios Are taking bigger swings With you know how their movies look There was a a, a news article That dropped today that you know the head of Paramount's like yeah we're not going to be You know you know risking uh, It on you know bigger On uh, animated films that aren't On original IPs I really hope Again this is one of the biggest IPs Of all time the Ninja Turtles but I hope They see what could be and let's say like instead of trying to just pump out all these ips that we own let's try and create something new as well too because i think when we're having such unique animation out there that you need to tell those stories and you need to find ways to tell them And ninja turtles is, is a great movie but i also don't want to forget that you know we could also tell original stories too it just that was just top of mind when we were watching it and we we're like oh it's weird that they're not wanting to you know tell original stories because, you know, look, you could tell original stories and have IP. It's just strange. But yeah, I would say add it to your queue the Turtles. It's a, it's a lot of fun. You have a great time with it. Um, and yeah, if you have a family, go take them out. You'll have a good time.
2: Anthony. Yeah, like, if you have kids and they're interested, I would say take them just so you can, like, get out of the house and, you know, watch something <laughs> with them. Do something with your kids. But, like, <laughs> if you are my age... And I will not tell you how old I am. 46. Uh, 46. 49. You know, and you grew up with the Turtles. I would suggest you wait for it to come to streaming or digital and just add it to your queue and uh, watch it. I just don't think you're going to connect with it as much as maybe the kids nowadays will. But then again, with kids, you got to like force them to do things now. They're not really exploring... The world on their own. They're they gotta you gotta like push them out of the house because they're too busy on doing whatever they're doing. So you know
1: you sound like such a boomer, man. I'm just just
2: saying. I'm just saying, like kids don't get out of their house anymore. They don't play outside anymore like they used to. No, not like they used to. Um back in my day. Back in my day, back in Oppenheimer day. Um (laughs) Yeah, like hold on. Were you around when Oppenheimer was around, Anthony? I just want to confirm. Did you not see me in the movie? Dude, did you not see me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was one of the scientists. Aiden is a I'm the guy putting in the disguise. cross on the on the on the church?
0: On the house? You were build, you're building the house in Los
1: Alamos. I don't think that guy was a physicist. guy was a carpenter, you know?
2: Well, Jesus was a carpenter, oh, right? Uh, no, was. but like yeah, I think you'll, they'll have fun. <laughs> they'll have fun with uh with the movie, but I just don't think if you're a real turtlehead, you're going to like connect with it. You're not gonna, I th- I think you're just going to be like, hmm, could be better."
0: that's fair and let us know of course you know there are so many different ways to interact with the movie podcast being on discord in the comments on youtube on you know on this very review if you're listening to it on spotify you could actually write into the show write into this specific episode of the movie podcast and let us know what you think this movie is going to be releasing in theaters on august 2nd and i want to say thank you again to our friends at paramount pictures canada for inviting us to watch teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem we have lots more movie podcasts coming your way in august you know there's a lot going on right now with the writer strike with the actress strike um and we're you know our coverage is going to be shifting and changing so let us know what you want to see we have some really great episodes planned for you and we have some things that we're just really excited to share very very soon so stay tuned to all of our socials wherever you're following us that's the best way to stay up to date with everything we have here going on on the show that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next